Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the show. This is Riffin Podcast. But what is Riffin? Riffin is hosted by two friends who have known each other for nearly 20 years and will cover a wide range of topics in this show. But before we begin, let's meet the hosts. Hey, I'm Tim Lebo. I'm late 20s, early 30s, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm a musician. I've put out several albums available online. My band is called Earth to Abram. I also have a book series under the same name available on Amazon.com. I've toured the country. I have a film business called Timothy Lebo Films. I also work in domestic violence, and I bring all of these experiences that I have to the table. My name is Jonathan Guyman. Most people call me John. I have almost four decades of life experience, including a wife of 13 years and two kids who are under 10 years old, ages 5 and 8 currently. I have operated a painting business for most of my working life, almost 20 years now, and host another podcast called The Joe Health Show. But otherwise, I'm mostly a boring, deep thinker. <laughs> You'll learn more about me as the show goes on. The purpose of the show is to bring our thoughts to your speakers. We talk about so many things from mental health, social media topics, news, stories, music, relationships, and so many deep topics that most people don't have time to discuss but think about often. It is our hope that you take something away from our conversations and that maybe you'll see the world just a little bit differently. Sit back and enjoy this next episode of Riffin'. So here we are, and no Justin. <laughs> That's all right. It's, it's a okay. it's a busy time, considering Dude, a time when everything's kind of like still in a state of shutdown and limbo. Yeah, it's very busy. <laughs> so busy, which is so strange because you think we'd have all the time. Well, we used to have all the time in the world a couple months ago, but I feel like the world picked up again. So here we are. And also, I woke up. Have you ever woken up and yeah, all you're, the time, every day. Oh, okay. Sometimes in the middle of the day. <laughs> Have you ever woken up and your eye is, uh, it's not pink eye, it's like your eyes irritated, your tear duct, like oh, in the corners. Just irritated. all crusty? No, it wasn't crusty. Oh. It's just, I feel like I may have scratched it in my sleep or something. I if, maybe allergies too. Yeah, so if really I'm really dried if I'm, out or whatever. If I'm blinking a lot, I'm not tweaking out. So it got dark in here all of a sudden. Yeah, so what is going on? Is it the end of the world? Maybe cloud, cloud cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, guys, have a great week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Has your eye ever felt weird? Email us. Tell us about it. <laughs> that would be funny if that was our podcast. I, I've been showing our podcast to people. So um, I've been telling everyone to listen to the first episode because I feel like that's a really strong one mm-hmm. to start with. And then you can just kind of hop around. Um, but yeah, I've been sh- I've been still like I did a shoot two days ago and I was telling the one guy about Riffin. So yeah, it's nice. I think it's nice to have people like if they're craving a conversation. Mm hmm. And we try to kind of bring a relevant conversation every week, something mm-hmm. that either people are talking about and want more than just like sound bites, you know, that we could talk about or, or whatever. We try to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to just kind of rail a little bit today. First, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't want to go too much into it, but it was, it's been a really hard week with my anxiety, like mm-hmm. really, really hard just because. It spooked me, you know, like it's, it spooked me knowing that your body can just flip on you like that. Yeah. And, um, well, it's not, I mean, it can flip on you like that, but it's also whenever it comes to heart issues and it comes to other things involving your arteries and your blood flow and all this stuff, I don't don't have a cholesterol problem, but, um, 
it's like they call it the silent killer for a reason. You don't have any symptoms, and all of a sudden something creeps up on you, and you're like, "Where did this come from?" But really, it's been months. And so, anyway, that's been scary. But I've been. Yeah, um, you don't always feel. You don't feel it building. It's a silent killer because this whole time, most people are thinking, and you're not alone in this. Most people are thinking, "I'm I'm healthy," mm-hmm. according to. Oh, I just interviewed somebody this week who was healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, I'm sixty pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. told I was had a clean bill of health and all of a sudden one day I couldn't stand up without passing out. Wow. You know, and, um, you know, the people think like, I'm okay. I'm healthy according to the standards of current dogma. Mm-hmm. But then one day, Oh shit, I'm not. Yeah. And then you have to like go through a process <laughs> of figuring out why and how and yeah. what you can do. And it's frustrating. Yeah. So and obviously that was just like a week ago. A week ago so <laughs> you're still, you know, I'm sure you're still stressed and you're tra- yeah. you know traumatized from the whole thing. So it's going to take some time. Yeah, but I've been so like. Wh- Sorry about my ice jingling. It's hot. Jingling. <laughs> One thing that I was worried about is like whenever I get anxiety, I feel like I can't do anything anymore. And that means like I feel like I can't go to the grocery store. I feel like I can't hang out with friends. I feel like I can't work. <laughs> you know, like I feel like I feel like I can't function in the world anymore. But I had two filming obligations this weekend, and I was like, "How am I ever gonna do? Oh, man. How am I ever gonna film a, a less than a week since being in the hospital?" But one thing that I learned, with at least with my anxiety, is I learned that if you just leap, if you just mm-hmm. jump, and you just throw yourself into it, and what I've said before, make yourself of service to something. The shoot I did on Friday, you would never know that I had an anxiety issue. You would never know that I had. Um, like doubts or fears of being there. Like I was, you know, Mr. Social, I was out and about, I was running, I was, you know, doing all these things to get the shots. And it's just, it really goes to show you that there is such a thing as mind over matter. Mm-hmm. It's chemicals too. Yeah. I mean, that's, I believe anxiety, well, depression yeah, is both. chemicals yes. in your head. Yes. And not, and chemicals you can control mm-hmm. like that. And just going and doing Mm-hmm. Even when you don't feel like it, mm-hmm. no, I just got to go do it. As soon as you do, I did it, not want to go. Yeah, I mean, and it would be easy. No one, and, the, and the, here's kind of a problem. Here we go. <laughs> no one would blame you if you stayed home. Mm-hmm. So I think staying home is sometimes the wrong thing to do. I agree. And as as hard as it is, sometimes I, I sound like a conservative now. Sometimes <laughs> you just need to like pull up your bootstraps and just go do it. That's extremely you know, accurate. And how many times? I know there's lots of times I've canceled work because of anxiety. Mm. I've I've almost canceled a, a interview this week just because I was tired and I didn't feel like doing it. But I was like, no, just do it, mm-hmm. just do it. And then when you do it, almost it's like, oh, I feel a bit better now. And then and then don't beat yourself up for how silly it was uh, that mm-hmm. you were feeling earlier. Like, wow, I can't believe that I was feeling that bad earlier and all I needed to do was just get off my butt. Yeah. It's okay because it's just the chemicals in your head telling you lies, you know? Yeah. So now because the f- shoot Friday was successful, I now have courage to do the shoot today. I have a whole wedding to do today. Yeah, and even if you didn't, the same thing. You'd have to go through the same thing today. Ah, uh, man. But then as soon as you go and do it, You'd be fine, right? Like you just you you get in your element of I'm the freaking man. I'm a videographer, I'm a <laughs> photographer, and I'm good at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And and all it is know, confidence too. Mm-hmm. I notice that whenever I have really bad anxiety, I feel very low of myself. Like I don't have any confidence, and you almost have to like tell yourself like, no, like you're you're cool, you're good, mm-hmm. you're you're fine, you're you you know like you're. <laughs> 
You're good. I yeah. do that with painting all the time because, like, in the middle of a paint job, I start to see every little thing. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I suck. Like, I should just quit. <laughs> I'm like, oh. and and not necessarily like my imperfections, but like stuff about the previous paint job, the walls. Oh man, like I, I should probably patent, but like I didn't see it until I was right on it. So it's like, oh, geez, now I, if I patch that, I'm going to have to go back and do it. Now, there's probably some painters that would just go to the homeowner and be like, listen, look, I saw this as I'm painting it. But then it's like, well, what if they never see it? Mm-hmm. Now they've seen it because you've showed it to them. So you yeah. have to like play this game of like, listen, if I, if I show it to them, then they'll see it. So then they have to decide, do I always want to see this and pretend it's not there? Or do I want to spend the extra money in time and have it fixed, hmm. you know. So you have to decide: Do I want to tell them or not tell them? And if you decide not to tell them, then then it's on you. Yeah. Then it's like, oh shoot, man, what if they see that? Like two weeks from now, yeah, and they see I, this thing, and they're call. like, why didn't he tell me about that? Clearly, he could have seen that. Mm-hmm. And then they might not call back. They might just be like, mm, I don't know that we're going to go with John again. He missed this part instead of giving me a chance. And then, so I kind of try to always tell people, listen, there's a lot of things. I'm going to see every square inch of your house. And I'm going to make sure it looks good when I'm done. And I should just put it in their court. Do you want me to point everything out to you? Or if it's hard for me to see, do you even want to know? Yeah, that actually would probably you be know, a good way to like Because I'll be like, listen, I'll give you my best judgment. If I don't think you'll ever see it, or if you've really got to look for it, I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And you'll never know. Because it might end up costing you an extra couple hundred bucks for me to fix it. It's more of a headache than just so, to keep it. Yeah. So if, unless it's absolutely glaring and it bothers me, would you like me to tell you or not? Mm-hmm. I bet you most people would say, don't tell me. I trust you. You're the, <laughs> you're the professional. Yeah. And I did that this week with something that I thought was a potential problem. And I didn't wasn't really sure, but I, I let him know. And I was hesitant. He's like, dude, I would have never noticed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I know that. But I do. And I felt... I didn't want you to think that I didn't see this, but I wanted to bring it up. And he's like, dude, just just go ahead and do it. Yeah. And I think it's fine just going ahead and doing it, um, you know, because it's nothing that wouldn't be an easy fix down the road. So mm-hmm. anyway. So what's the COVID stuff? Ah, man, I've just been really frustrated. Like, mm-hmm. like this week, I finally had a chance. I was like, I'm going to listen to a couple podcasts because for a while I was like, uh, almost bought into the pandemic video. And then I was like, no, this is a real thing. We need to be serious. Like mask up everybody. Like every time the kids and I like are about to go into a store, I'm like regulators <laughs> mask up, you know, That's so good. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then I'm, I've been listening this week to some alternative viewpoints on COVID-19 and, a lot of people are saying like, yes, it's, it's a real thing. Like it absolutely is a real thing. But the mainstream, how we're going about dealing with it varies. It's true. Conservatives at weddings where don't wear masks. Liberals do. (laughs) Um, And that seems to be the theme. Mm -hmm. Like if you're more conservative, some conservatives are taking it, wearing it masks are at risk, but it's like almost like they're, I mean, it's political for one thing. Well, they, you know, you're taking away my freedom. That's, that's a big argument. So stupid. Yeah. That's just so freaking stupid. That's been the main thing I see is it's, it's my right to not wear one. Like like, I understand private businesses. I understand that complaint. Like you're telling me I have to shut down. And you can't allow people to shop at their own risk. Mm-hmm. Like that, I understand. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if you're, if you're, you know, because people are choosing to come in there. There's a lot of businesses I've been in that, that even the employees aren't wearing masks. Yeah. They or if they do, care. they they have it sitting on their chin. Yeah, on their, their chin, mouth their and, nose is sticking <laughs> yeah. out. And, I see that everywhere. Do they do they not know? Do you think they don't know? I, do they forget? Or they're like, oh, it slipped, <laughs> and they pull it back up. You know, and I kind of want to ask people, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid to even ask sometimes. Like, hey, how come you're not wearing a mask? Like, not in a mean way, but like, I guess what's bothering me is all the, like the mask Nazis out there. That are like, uh, like telling people they're going to kill people if they're not wearing a mask. I haven't like seen that. that. Oh That's my god, crazy. man! Yeah, like if you don't wear a mask, you might as well kill your grandmother. Like, what in the- dude, yeah, it's sick. And like the people yeah. that are like, well, if you send your kids back to school, you're killing all the teachers. Dear and like, god. it's there's people that are. It's pathetic. It yeah. really is. Like, just take a chill, man. Mm-hmm. And not anything in mainstream media that I've seen yet or from the CDC or from the UN or from the who listen, people, the best way to fight this is to, to fix our health. Mm-hmm. We need to fix our health of America. It's vaccine, vaccine, mask, social distance, but not, Hey, stop eating shit food yeah. and exercise. Yeah. None of that. And you know what I'm learning too is in the health side of things is I don't drink enough water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, the week that I ended up in the hospital, I actually was drinking more water than I had probably all year that week. As John takes a giant glug, glug of water. Yeah, man, so hot. Um, outside sweating a lot. Yeah. Electrolytes but, in there. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole week I was chugging water. Well, I wasn't. Okay. I was drinking more than I normally did. And I was drinking Gatorades that week mm-hmm. and stuff like that just to get some electrolytes in me. But... um the hospital told me that I was really dehydrated mm-hmm. and I was like, how is that possible? Like I've been drinking more than I have this week that I have like prior weeks, but there was like, you're just not drinking enough. Yeah. And I thought I had been, I want to look into that. I think you're dehydrated because you were drinking too much water and your electrolytes were probably out of balance with mm-hmm. how much water you're drinking. Cause if you're sweating a lot and consuming just water and not enough electrolytes, especially like magnesium, you can flush potassium, yourself out. It's not going to matter. Like there's that, a, so, that happened to me before. Yeah. So if you're sweating a lot and you're just drinking water, you're going to throw your body out of whack. Hmm. That's why electrolytes are so important. That's why you should drink Ele- Element, Element Recharge <laughs> Electrolytes. I've got a whole bunch up there. I'm going to give you some before we oh, leave thanks. if you didn't order any yet. So, Dude, actually, wow, thank God. Because I, again, I've been so busy. I was just going to swing by Carnes and go to get Gatorades on the way home. Yeah. I haven't had time to we'll order. Give any. you some and then you can order some. Yeah, I'm going to. Yes. So, I was thinking it's on about, my list. <laughs> I was thinking about element electrolytes. Like it's like it works out to like a dollar twenty five a packet. Right. Which I'm like, dang, like dropping 40 bucks on a box of these. But I'm like, you know what? How much do Gatorades cost? Yeah. <laughs> you know? it was, so you said it's a dollar twenty five yeah. packet. A Gatorade's like a dollar, right? Yeah. More, and, more. and this like I dilute mine. With like 32 ounces of water, mm-hmm. you know, so you're getting like a 32 ounce electrolyte drink for $1.25. That's a, that's a coffee too. And it's pure so, and there's no added, added and it's, crap it's, to it. Yeah. It's just like stevia, natural flavorings, whatever their natural flavorings are. I don't know, but I know the people that make them and I know they're not going to put junk in there. So I was like, that's actually not that expensive. If you're considering buying like a 30 pack of. 32 ounce Gatorades. Mm. You're getting close to that anyway. And mm. Gatorade is junk and shit and has sugar all through yeah, it. So, right. 
it's not even comparable. But right. Anyway, I just I don't know. I, I'm getting kind of like, and then all the people on Facebook, if you if you quote something about the governor, there's the governor like zealots out there that are like, well, that's not the governor, and just and just up his ass. Like, mm. I shouldn't say that. That's inappropriate. But just like. I don't know, Governor Humpers. I'll call him. I'll call it that. <laughs> I don't know these people that are just like, like I get it. He has a hard job, but like, if somebody's just frustrated mm-hmm. and their frustration is like, you don't just want to get them and be like, that's not the governor's fault. And be like, man, I, I'm really sorry. That that is absolutely frustrating. You know, I I looked into that too, and and instead of just jumping right in and telling them you're wrong because of that, like t- try to explain how things work without. Everyone's just so stressed and on edge, and everyone needs to just take a chill pill. Agreed. You know, including me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're scared of COVID nineteen, stay the hell home. Right. Like, seriously. Seriously. Stay yeah. home. You know, yeah. like if you're scared of that, stay home. You know, and go out sparingly. If you go out, hey, be cautious. Be just, mindful. Just don't touch your face. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be like, oh, I got this. But like, hey, if you go out, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I've actually not been on Facebook a whole lot lately. Reading. I see you've been stuff. fishing more. Yeah, we've been fishing more. I spent six hours yesterday fixing my boat trailer. <laughs> it was <laughs> that'll raise your blood oh pressure. <laughs> well, it was interesting because you know we went out early morning yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Wake Josiah up at like five forty-five. You know, I woke up at five thirty, hit the snooze for five minutes, got up, woke him up, and. He was pretty tired, and, and we went out. The, the views on the way were awesome. Oh, there was sure. still like a fog lingering in you some of the Pincho, fields. You went to Pincho, right? Yeah. And we got out on the water a little after like, well, probably around like 620, right, 625. And I go to back my trailer, and there's already a couple spots taken up, and I'm like, I'll just try to squeeze it in there. I think I have enough space in between the parking lot and these trees. And my trailer after the boat's off, I really can't see it. I can see the two little flags sticking up that aren't at the back of the trailer. They're kind of like three quarters of the way. Start backing up, getting pretty close. I should stop now. And like a second before I stopped, I hit the tree. Busted the back light. Now, the light still worked. It was just busted, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, no big deal. I can just buy a replacement light. Not a problem. Swap it, hook it up. I can do that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm fishing, but I'm trying to like get that out of my head. Like, dummy, you tried to do something. Like, why didn't you just park over there? Like, no big deal. I think I was just excited to get out on the water. Get the water. We're fishing. You know, not catching a dang thing because we wanted to fish for bass. And Josiah wanted to use like a lure. He didn't want to use worms. He wanted mm-hmm. to be. And um, and so he was, we're fishing and not catching anything, not catching anything, not catching anything. And they come home, you know. So I'm on the phone all the way home, like trying to call different places if they have these submersible LED lights. And like nobody's got any. Hmm. I finally found some and hooked it up. Nothing, <laughs> nothing worked. Like, this sucks. So then I ended up like replacing all the wiring, you know, from the front of the trailer to the back of the trailer. Hooked everything up according to the instructions, you know, that the lights from U-Haul. That mm-hmm. game. Everything according to instructions. Nothing. <laughs> So like, I would have lost. Oh, I'm so pissed. <laughs> but like, so I'm like, well, maybe I, I, you know, there was a couple sparks when I was hooking it up, you know. So I'm like, well, maybe I blew a fuse. So I, I checked all the fuses, and they they looked fine. But you know, I still went and got new fuses just in case. They looked fine. They were fine. Nothing wrong with it. So I was like, I still, I still don't know. Everything, everything's perfect. Drove into the U-Haul dealer again. I've made like four trips across town. <laughs> U-Haul dealer tests my my receptacle in the back. So, yeah, you're getting power back here. So I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. Then somebody, uh, Kyle Shevlin on Facebook, I asked, he said, 
He said, listen, I know all the new ones say ground directly to the frame, but you need to take a wire all the way from the backlights to the trailer plug ground. Hmm. I was like, ah, man, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like I already <laughs> ran wire underneath. It's already in there. I can't take it back out now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, but so I, I did that. I just used the old wire from the old trailer, you know, the lights and I ran those wire back and sure enough, that's what it was. Jeez. Finally at like four 30 in the afternoon God. after six and a half hours of wrestling with this, like that was it. So I, I hooked, I ran those wires back and I just, I didn't run them through the pipe that I made. You know, I just duct taped them around the pipe it should be fine yeah for just a ground wire nice but like what sucks is i followed the instructions and it still didn't work and it didn't work to a t i followed the instructions mm-hmm. so anyway that was my well that's my like a story. good metaphor about life sometimes sometimes you can do everything by the books you can do everything right and something still is thrown in the cog yeah. that, that messes everything up and you're or there's a cog in the wheel and you're like well like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes the professionals say, do it this way. The people that make the thing say, do it this way. This is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you realize like, oh, shoot, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then so you got to ask the Internet, hey, what would you all do to fix this? Mm-hmm. And they did it the way that the instructions don't say. Mm-hmm. And, and lo and behold, it works. Hmm. So that happens a lot in the health world. Yeah. Were you were you able to like keep your cool during that time, or were you losing your mind? Um, I think, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like Emily would say, I, I was crazy because I like I wouldn't like. You're she's obsessed. like, hey, we're going, yeah, we're going swimming at three. I really would like you to. I was like, listen, I, I can't because all I'll be thinking about is fixing this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so close. Like it, there's literally. What else could it be? Mm. Like, aside from some random slice in the wire somewhere in the middle that I don't know how it got Shoot, there. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know what else it could be. I'm almost there. So I would not be able to relax doing anything else. Mm. She's like, well, that would drive me nuts. I'm like, listen, for me, it's just I got to I got to fix it. It's an open tab. Like, I know I can fix it. I got to do it. I just I can't not do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did. So I think I knew I was so close. Maybe I wanted that dopamine. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, you know. Uh, I and I don't yeah, and I don't know if there is an answer if it's good or bad. It just is mm-hmm. what it is. Like, would you be able to stop if you were writing a really good song and you knew you could wrap it up? No. Nope. Would you be able to stop? No. Nope. Hmm. Oh no. No. Same with editing a video. Last night I started editing a video at eight, and I was like, "This is a what is that sound? Oh, is that your water heater? Okay." <laughs> The water running through the pipes. Okay. Sounds like one of those toy chickens that you squeeze and they go, oh. But anyway, yesterday I started editing a video at 8 p.m. And I was like, this is a bad idea. This is bad. Oh, man. And um, once the train got moving, I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm stopping before this video is done. And thankfully, it only took me like an hour and a half. But like, you know, I was done by 9.30, 10-ish. So it's fine. But um, that was a dangerous game because I know once I once I start editing, mm-hmm. there is no stopping. You, you get in a roll. Yeah, you know you'll be. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know you're getting started. I get that way on jobs sometimes, where I, I like Momentum. I know what I want to get done this today, and it, whether it's two o'clock or six o'clock, mm-hmm. I know how much I want to get done. It's hard for me to leave it before you know to leave it before a spot where I, I knew I could be. Mm-hmm. But so, what are you doing today? Um, we have a surprise birthday party oh, for nice. my friend, Matt Reichard. Oh. Uh, I can say that now because <laughs> he won't hear this. He won't hear this if he ever listens to the podcast until tomorrow. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit. Maybe I maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. But like, fortieth birthday was like, man, it's gonna be hot. Man, I, I don't know. We we talk a little bit on Facebook. We're not as close as we used to be. But then I was like, you know, fortieth birthday. That's something. It's that's something special. It's, it's a milestone, you know. And it'd be good to just kind of go and 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 chat if anything, just to hang out for a while, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know they have been through a lot, you know, over the past couple of years from being in Haiti and then coming home and things like that. And they're good people. So I figured we'd just go and support them. It's yeah. 40th birthday. So, well, I need to go edit this podcast mm-hmm. and then drive to Allentown. So my day's, yeah. my day's booked, but everyone listening, sorry, the past couple of weeks I've been so scattered. Like it's just been a really crazy time. I know for a fact that life will slow down and then we'll get back into a groove and have like more in depth nitty gritty episodes but it's just been like yeah crazy so yeah it's tough i think it's just weird for some people life slowed way down for other people it's like (laughs) i feel bad for like all these restaurants and things like that who have like are still struggling and people are calling me like i can't keep up with people that call for work yeah i can't yeah it's it's just the dichotomy of it all is weird but Mm -hmm. anyway all right well everybody have a great week and we are going to get Justin on, I promise, because that conversation is going to be so juicy and so good. Yeah. It's going to happen. Because it would be really boring if it was just the one-sided me talking about religion. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And how, Justin and has... It's all made up. It's just Justin has... <laughs> he has great points. He has so much insight, and he's looked a lot into it and done a lot of reading into it. So yeah. it'll be good. I do wish we could have him. They could have worked out, In but person. it just wasn't, it wasn't going to work out. You know, just so he... I mean, he knows. I mean, even if I joke... I'm still, I got to be careful. I mm. just put, read something this morning I posted on Facebook about how I communicate. When I you talk about beliefs, like it was a memory. Oh. It was so, it was, like when you talk about somebody's beliefs, and I, well, I posted the other day about like why when someone says like, you know, like something contrary to what you believe, mm-hmm. it's like a fight or flight response. Like it's 100%. a stress, like you push back and like about being wrong. So like I'll still talk about beliefs in religion thinking that these are still people's strong held beliefs. Mm-hmm. So if I say things, even though I'm joking or whatever about it, not being true, it's not helpful for the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to be careful how I go about it too, without I've got nothing to lose <laughs> in those conversations. I've got nothing to lose. And I don't think he does no. either. Neither do I. It's, yeah. it's more so just like, Hey, but just, I mean, like you could say anything you want to me and I'm still not going to believe it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still not like, I don't care about any story, any, any guy. I, I'm just not gonna, I'm not. So like I got whatever, you mm-hmm. know, there's nothing, but there's things that I could say that could be potentially hurtful or even like seen as a, a jab or an insult. And I don't want that to, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Cause everybody has a reason why they believe, even if it's not real, mm-hmm. some it's people real, just need something to believe in real to them, you know? And that's okay. So, alrighty. Have a great week, everybody. See you later.